This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You know what's been a hot topic for us today? And actually not just today, but the last four or five years. Housing, homes, affordability. And we all know that is a huge problem in our region and in our province. I mean, just those issues that we were talking about in Surrey, people living in their RVs. Well, affordability is a huge issue in Surrey. Availability is a big issue. We've got people being squeezed by, you know, rental vacancy rates, which are pretty much at 0% for so many cities. So how do we plan to deal with this? Well, interestingly enough, uh, the region of Metro Vancouver has released a 10-year housing plan. So we thought, well, that's fortuitous. Maybe we should talk about that. What's in this plan? What does it mean for you? Joining us now to discuss this is Sav Dhaliwal, the chair of the Board of Metro Vancouver. Thank you so much for being here. You're welcome, Simi. Now tell me, what does this entail? Like, What does this 10-year housing plan look like? Well, it's a, it's a new plan that we have just uh, released, as you noticed. Uh, it consists of approximately $190 million over 10 years investment. It's pretty modest, uh, obviously, but, but nonetheless, we believe it, uh, it will help quite a bit uh, because at the end of it, we should have additional uh, 1,350 units in the, in the metro region. They would be affordable units. Um, our uh, business model, well, not a business model, in, in a program for housing is that, say, maybe we provide uh, about 30% of, of all of our stock is what we call is rented at rent geared to income basis, which means generally that the renters, um, renters pay, rent, a renter pays no more than about 30% of their income. Right. Uh, and the rest, 70%, generally are below market, anywhere from 10 to 20% below market. And, and so that helps us cross-subsidize our housing portfolio. Uh, we have about uh, 9,000 people currently living in, in metro housing, which um, uh, are 40, about 40 complex, 49 complex around uh, metro uh, with the largest, well, second largest housing um, providing agents in British Columbia next to BC Housing. Right, 1,300 so, new units. And so is this kind of like how a co-op works then when you tie the rent to someone's income? Yes, it, it's not not a co-op isn't the right word for it, but the, uh, these are actually renters like they would be normally renters, but except what we do, we make sure that in every complex or wherever possible, up to 30% of our renters are paying no more than 30% of their gross income. Right, you must have a waiting list for this, though. Oh, there is always a waiting list. We are always trying to make do and, and trying to, as, as the tradition happens, uh, trying to work with people, Simi. Um, this, this was something that uh, Metro took on voluntarily uh, in the 80s. Obviously, this wasn't initially part of our core services, but we have uh, been trying to support local um, population providing affordable housing. It has become a lot more acute over the last few years, but previously it was working reasonably well. Now we right. have a whole lot of pressure coming from all local governments, all communities, right, from Metro, as you said, uh, yeah. and you're opening uh, the, uh, of the um, of, of the session that we have housing problem all over the place. So, so Metro 
a few years ago, um, about I think it was 2016 or 17, introduced one dollar per household to support this um, this uh, for housing, and and this year we had another four dollars. So it's approximately it costs us about five dollars per household to provide housing for about nine thousand right. um, uh, people. Which, which is mostly families, Simi, right. you know, families, seniors, people with disabilities, that's it, and all that. These are the people who are in housing need most of all. So we're trying to now, what we're going to do, Simi, uh, in order to go beyond where we are now, trying to redevelop some of the properties that we own because they were low density before. Mm-hmm. We we can't afford new land in Metro anywhere because, as we as I said, like we don't have a whole lot of a lot of uh, assets or, or equity um, because we rely on this just as I said five dollars per household it's pretty pretty modest uh, so so what we're trying to do is redevelop some of those units and then add new stock over 10 years to get another 1350 and that's one part of the housing strategy right. we have I'm also just curious as well like how do you decide where this is going to go you said this is 1300 n- new units over the next 10 years I mean, how do you decide in a region like Metro Vancouver what city or what area should see these new units? Two, two, two ways to do that. First of all, we already have units which are uh, dispersed all through the Metro now, and those are the properties that we own. So we will be redeveloping those, and they will be in right throughout not just one particular city. Many of the most communities have them. And we will have in each one of those communities wherever they, we have property currently. But the second part to me we, we are trying to do is create now partnership with other local governments, such as, you know, let's any any of the local governments who can make perhaps uh, land available. Uh, and we will work with the province of British Columbia and federal government and to get some more funding into housing. And then hopefully we'll have. Um, we'll have housing right. almost in every community that we can think of within the 23 jurisdictions in, in Metro. But, but So Metro Vancouver is doing this, you said. It's something that they took on. Uh, isn't it something that the federal government should be doing, though? Isn't that their well, responsibility? Yes, I'd like to make a comment about that. You know, um, I'm part of the local government, Simi, over the last uh, 10 years. Local governments have been unfairly targeted about housing problems. It was never part of our responsibility. It still isn't. All we're trying to do is trying to work with what's possible to, you know, save some money here, save some there, beg, borrow, and, 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 you know, we don't steal. But just trying to make sure that we can create some housing. But really, the responsibility is with the provincial government and federal government. In the, in the mid-90s, while well, they stopped completely, what they had slowed down was and from the 80s building any more homes and, and affordable homes particularly and no rental property, no co-op housing has happened over the 30 years. Right. So, well, everybody recognizes that the problem exists. Our citizens, our taxpayers are telling us, well, look, we don't care whose responsibility it is, whether it's a federal, provincial. Yes, it is. We understand it. But we know, we see our people, maybe some people we even know, are either homeless now or becoming at the risk of being homeless. So do something about it. Right. So so we've been doing with, with some whatever meager resources we have, trying to uh, free up some land uh, and build housing and then find somebody to run those uh, those these uh, these homes, uh, non-profit organizations, and trying to make or do. But really, you are right. The only way 
homelessness and affordability is going to ever happen in, in, in any city is if met if province of British Columbia and federal government get back in the business of building homes, affordable homes. And and yes, right. local government have a role to play. We will obviously be there with bells on to support them in, in terms of both the providing support in terms of uh, DCC right. development charges or land that's and all that. But but really what we are trying to do is just touching the corners of the yeah. the problem is a lot bigger than any local government can manage. Uh, Vancouver, Surrey, Burnaby, it doesn't really matter what your yeah. resources are. You just don't have enough money to handle, uh, to really support this one. All right. Well, Seb Dollywell, thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome, Simi. That is Mr. Dollywell. He's the chair of Metro Vancouver talking about their 10-year housing plan. They said, look, at we know this is a drop in the bucket. Uh, but they want to do something. They're hoping to invest approximately $190 million over the next 10 years. Their goal to provide over 1,300 new and redeveloped units in the region, of which a portion is tied to income. So you wouldn't pay more than 30% of your income. I can't even begin to imagine what the waiting list is like to get into one of those homes. It must be like winning the lottery.